Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday, and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Good morning, Mr. Rains. Why are you looking like a pimp, dude? With your little backwards hat on. Hey, you know what I'm wearing? Gum chewing. Sweet hat. Thanks, man. For those who don't know, it says Texas Outlaw Running Company on there. I don't know if you could tell, but I just woke up. Britain. And since nobody will be able to see the video, Brisson is, it looks like he's wearing some kind of blanket around his shoulders, looking real cozy up in his apartment. <laughs> he's got a little bed head going on too, so. Hey, this is actually, <laughs> this is a blanket with a hood on it. Check it out. Whoa. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, guess what I got a job doing? What are you doing? Cleaning pools. Sweet. It's something. <laughs> are you are you starting that now, or is it going to be like a summer thing? It's a part-time thing. Oh, nice. How to bring in some side income. So, you already know, we're cleaning pools. Sweet, dude. I'm going to be honest, man. I ain't really got much. I haven't really thought much to talk about other than that I'm cleaning pools. So, I hope you got something. Uh, I actually do have something I was thinking about on the way over. Let's go. Um, so, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, but training nutrition and oh. race day nutrition. This sounds boring. Well, dude, I think it's, it needs to be talked about because I was thinking for myself, I don't have any real experience except for the one ultra we did, uh, in terms of like eating during a race like i am so i don't know i don't have any answers well i was pretty dumb that one ultra we ran because i ran out of water quick and all i had was one one little water bottle and it was a 50k in the summer and i just brought one little water bottle that was yeah. it yeah there are aid stations but I, I needed to bring a freaking vest or something dude and I yeah. I ran out of water, and if you look at those pictures of me at the finish line, I look like I'm anorexic, and I look white. Like, there was something wrong there, dude. I bet you were a little dehydrated. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Anyways, that was kind of wild, but um, I just, my body puts out so much water that I need to keep drinking a lot of water. I don't know why, but I just, my body requires more water. It requires more water than the average human being. It seems like, cause you were sweating fine and you had a little water bottle too. I just need more yeah. water, I guess. So forever in a, you know, catastrophe situation might want to boot me out first because I, I require more food and water. What you're saying is you're a hungry and a thirsty guy. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. 
think that yeah, describes my personality a little bit too, huh? <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was um, that I was just acclimated to the to the heat a little better, but I remember. I mean, which I think we've talked about before, uh, me running up on you and you know you being down on the ground. I don't know where I was going with that, but I was going somewhere with it. What? Dude, you can't tell a story, man. We were because it it cut out. It cut out, and I lost my train of thought. You were running the fifty k, and I ran up on you, and then, and then, and then, come on, you got to finish your sentence there, bud. We cut out, and I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was just I was more heat acclimated at, at that moment, or I think was it a really dry day? Do you remember being a really dry day? Um, I don't know. It was pretty humid in Arkansas. So who knows? But I remember it being like oddly dry and it was hot, but it wasn't nearly as humid as, you know, we had expected it to be. Um, I don't know. It was just a, it was an odd race. I mean, I've never experienced anything outside of it. So what does that have to do with nutrition? Dude, you you were the one that started talking about water and food. All right, here, I'll tell you all this. I'll tell you all this. Listen, listen. And I learned this. And you guys, if you listen to the episode that's coming out on um on Saturday, next Saturday, if you listen to that episode, I talk with the guy who got second place at Bandera, and he talks a lot about nutrition. And he gives some really good advice. So that's the guy you want to listen to because he's won. He got second place at Leadville, I think. Um, so anyways, that guy's an experienced ultra runner. That's who you want to talk to about that. Not these two guys that ran one ultra. But hey, you know what? You could learn a thing from our one ultra because one, when you're running your first ultra, don't just bring one little water bottle. Bring a vest. Especially if the aid stations are more than five, six miles apart. You got to bring a vest. I think number two is, um, personally, I just didn't really eat any food that much. Like I had some oranges, but I never ate any big foods because that stuff, when I run, that makes me want to throw up. Like, I want to throw up when I eat that stuff. Like, yesterday I got done with a workout. I came home for breakfast, and I felt like I was going to throw up if I put anything in my stomach. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I know it's not. I know I got a buddy. He's like that, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, whenever it comes to 1,500-mile races, am I going to be screwed? Probably. But, you know what? We'll see what happens. So. Well, I think. Eventually, you'll probably figure yourself out, and uh, uh, that's the—that's what everybody goes through—is a trial and error period. Um, I mean, you're gonna figure you're gonna figure it out, or you're not. <laughs> yep. You're gonna on the day of. So, there's your nutrition segment, Asher. That's all we got to say about it. I think that's the one—one one of the interesting things about this podcast is like we're so young, and we have very limited experience as compared to all of our listeners that one of the main reasons that I do it is to 
And so like share what I've already learned, but really more than anything is just to keep on learning. Mm. And it's to kind of, you know, if I got something new, uh, next time we record or, you know, a year, two, five years down the road, it's like, I'm going to be able to share it then. So. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all are, y'all are the listeners. We're in the process right now. This is a 10 year deal right here. Lord willing. So y'all are in the early stages in 10 years, man. We're going to be spitting out all kinds of trail and ultra running life wisdom, man. We're going to have kids, Lord willing. Nash is probably going to be married by then. And it's 10 years from now. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the Lord will ask you to be like a man nun. I don't even know what those are called. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) A priest. A priest, yeah. Um, I guess it's a, uh, it's not a monk. What is it? It's probably, I don't know. Hey, you know something cool though? Hey, we're really, we're really good at running fast. That's true. Something we could talk a lot about and speak wisdom on. But here's the thing. I don't think people out there should speak on things as if they knew it, if they don't know it. That's good. That happens a lot. Like, dude, I could have sat here and, like, said a bunch of stuff about nutrition and, like, this and that and said things that I think. But, no, I only spoke things that I knew. Yeah. So many people out here speaking what they think and not what they know. Yeah, that was kind of my point is I don't have this swath of knowledge in regards to nutrition. So I'm going to share what I know and anything past that, uh, you know, I've got nothing to say. Like you're saying. Yeah. All you heard Asher say was he ran up on me in the woods on the 50K, laying out on a rock. He didn't well, yeah. that part. I, right. I have no experience past, um, like I said, that ultra. And I'm pretty sure that day I just ate a couple things. But I know some people, I guess my point is I know that some people like dial it in. And right now, if I were to go do an ultra marathon tomorrow, I'd be like, all right, I know what food I like. I don't necessarily know how often I need to eat it. I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner right now. Um, but besides that, I got I got nothing. <laughs> hey, I got a good tip. All right. Don't run with Asher in a race because he's just going to leave you. <laughs> Dude left me at like mile 8 to 10 to fend for myself. I had nobody. I was running by myself for like 15 miles. And then here comes this guy. And you know what? He got lost. And that's what he gets. That's what he gets for leaving me. Because he ended up getting lost. And guess what? We ended up finishing together anyways. He should have just stayed with me and he would have never got lost. And I I would have been happy. I would have had a partner the whole time. So, trial tip. Don't run with Ashy. Well, I, I'll say this in my defense. Um, running is still an individual sport. Although, yeah, we we could have run the whole thing together. I guess in my mind, it was like, you know, my race to take it, you know, somewhat seriously, even though I'm not expecting to win it. He says, hold on, hold on. 
You said you wanted to take it. Ser- That's like saying you want to take a fun run seriously. Let me give you all some context here. This race. Hold on. Hold on. This race started in a guy's backyard. There's no official results. It was on paper when you finish, not published anywhere. And the whole course was marked with some chalk that he marked. Last year, he didn't even mark the course with chalk. And he just said, you know, figure, you know, use your GPS watches and get your way around. And so this was no official race here. So, anyways, continue. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, even if it's, you know, unofficial, there are no real race results. There's no prize. I'm going to want the best out of myself on that day, you know. It's not it's not gonna do me any good to go out and just I don't know, lollygag. That 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 to me feels like a, a waste of the day. And I think that's why uh we separated at like mile nine or whatever it was. I was like, I think I think I can run a little faster than this. So I took off and like you said, I got lost and uh I paid dearly for it. I ran an extra two miles and you know what? I ended up finding you and we had a great little finish. So there's probably a lesson in that. I just haven't fully mm. taken into account yet. Yeah. Well, when you're ready to, uh... well, you know, the point of the race was to run a first 50 K, not to win. It was, it was the fact that we were, we could look back and be like, that was my first ultra marathon. Right. At least, I mean, I feel like that's obvious. Like you don't got to win your first fifty k, no fifty k. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, that was not my goal. Was to go win it. It was my goal to get the best out of myself on the day of. Hmm. So what was I was gonna I was gonna push myself and do it. And dude, I don't know. I mean, I was glad I found you in the end. Where we were able to get to the finish line together. That was that was a super uh, a bro moment for sure. Um, but. Yeah. Hey, I got no, I got no regrets about how I went about it. So, hmm. so, well, thanks for uh, finishing with me. You could have left me at the end. I will say, uh, I understand all of the ultra marathoners that finish a hot ultra marathon, and they have their wives or their husbands bring them. Uh, like a cooler full of beer at the end, because I will say I finished that ultra marathon and one of my buddies picked me up a beer and I've drank one. And I was like, wow, this is, this is exactly what these were made for was for after you finish something really hard. It just quenches your thirst completely. And man, uh, that was a moment. So Mm -hmm. I think the water after was a moment for me. So, and plus, I wasn't even old enough to drink a beer. They had beers for everybody that finished. Exactly. So, good for you. I wasn't even old enough, dude. Yeah. Good for you for staying true. I like that. I feel like like that's probably one of the worst times to drink a beer is after Ultra. Because you're going to get hit by it so much more. (laughs) And And then all your pain goes away and you're just like, oh. It was. It really wasn't that bad. <laughs> like you're gonna get buzzed off of it so much more, you know. Yeah, probably. Who knows? Yeah. You ain't. You ain't got nothing in life going on, Asher. 
You're just on the talk show running and that's it. Um, well, I will say uh, a friend texted me this morning and apparently she is coaching high school sprints now. And so she texted me and she was like, well, she texted me and a couple others. She was like, hey, y'all, uh, I need advice. And my first inclination was like, well, I don't really know anything about sprinting, <laughs> but I know a few, I know enough to, you know, at least get you started. Where are you going with this? Well, that's what's going on in my life. Like, what? You about it. <laughs> dude, that no, like, that's like me saying, you're, that's like, Bristol, what's going on in your life? And me saying like, oh man, like. My buddy texted me about this, and then like this happened. Like that ain't telling me jack squat, dude. Yeah, that's over here being Secret life. Service over here. My question: Are you living in Little Rock, or are you going to move to Austin? What's going on there? Mm, that's a that's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know about that one. Uh, still work in progress. Anyways, we'll see. All right. That's enough of that. I don't feel like we're getting anywhere. We're getting to some dead ends right there. All right. So if you guys want to support us, support this crazy podcast. I guess it's not that crazy, but if you want to support it, you got a Patreon, $2 a month. Link below. That helps out a lot. We got Shooting the Bull episodes every Monday that are just like this. And then once a month on a Saturday, we bring a guest on and we talk to them about a race they ran or, or their, their running life experience. So we got all that good stuff for y'all to check out. But anyways, I'll see you guys on the next episode of either the Shooting the Bull or the Texas Running Talk Show. Happy trails. Happy trails. Happy roads for all my roadies out there. I doubt there's any roadrunners that listen to this, but if you do, happy roads.